people are always thanking me, you know, for this podcast. But at the same time, like this podcast does so much for me too. Like this podcast is therapeutic for myself. But this podcast has also really helped me find my voice and find like the courage to speak up and to share my stories and to share things that might be a little bit more challenging to share or something I wouldn't normally broadcast or something that I normally would just tell, you know, a couple close friends. But I have found the power of being vulnerable and how important that is in helping other people along the way and helping other people with their journey. And I feel like for me, I've always found that having a community and being part of a community is really, really important to me. So whether that's a virtual community, in-person community, having that sense of togetherness is crucial to your development in the stage of life that you're in. You're listening to Breaking the Ice, a podcast and community created for wives and girlfriends of professional hockey players, but since has turned into so much more. Stories shared by women around the globe who come together for a sense of connection and community. You may be in the sports industry, a hockey parent, an athlete, or a person who just enjoys podcasts, but I can promise you, you'll be inspired by these women every single day while we evolve through the tips, tricks, do's, and don'ts for all things hockey. And guess what? So much more. For women, by women, but especially for a hockey community. So lace them up and tune in for a new episode every Wednesday. Thanks for listening. Hello, you guys. I am recording from North America in my closet, in my house. So excited to be here today. This is actually the last episode of, not 2022, but of season two of Breaking the Ice. So last year was kind of the first summer after a year of podcasting, and I took a few months off um, just to kind of regroup, check in with myself, what are my intentions for the next season, and I'm doing the same thing here. I think it's really important for me to just take this time off and really just kind of like hone in on my messages for season three, guests, topics. And as I say so many times, I just love hearing feedback from you all, what you want to hear about. So again, like I said last episode, you can always send me a message. Let me know what you're thinking, any guest topics, guests you want to hear from. I always want to hear from you guys. So thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting the podcast. It honestly means the world to me, just every single message, every every single reshare of an episode, participating in polls, participating with questions, just doing everything you can to better this community, to help other girls find this community. It's something that I wish I had really early on in my hockey journey because I think it would make me feel so much more of that sense of togetherness. So, I just really, truly appreciate every single person who shares this space with me online. Currently, I am really just like finalizing the details because we're going to Nashville, not this current week, but next week. So a week after you listen to this episode, we will all be arriving in Nashville for our super fun weekend. And there's so many of you guys that I wish could have joined in, but I understand that life happens. Um going to see how this first one goes and hopefully um, there will be another retreat sometime in 2023. So we shall see. 
am so looking forward to meeting a bunch of girls that I've had the chance to connect with over the last couple of years in person and just really taking a responsibility-free few days, which is very much needed right now. Today is kind of one of those days where I feel like I'm about to lose my shit. My son is sick, which obviously makes me just feel so bad because I can just tell that he feels terrible. Um, But it's also really hard because it's been a very long last... I don't even think... When did we fly home? We flew home last Wednesday, got in pretty much Thursday. So last four days or so, just being at home, regrouping, catching up on the jet lag, unpacking, just trying to get like our lives situated pretty much. So just throwing on being sick, which I actually hear from a lot of other moms that their kids often get sick after the travel days, probably because they're eating crap off the floor and doing God knows what at the airport. So that was kind of to be expected. But I was really, really nervous for the travel day. And actually, it did go better than I think, because I think I set the bar really low. (laughs) I had a few mom friends that I chat with, you know, quite a bit over Instagram, and they were telling me that their kids hardly slept on the plane. And so I that was like, where I set the bar I was like, okay, he's not gonna sleep. He hardly slept on the first flight, like 30 minutes at first, and then maybe slept like 45 minutes later. Um, So that was really hard just trying to keep him entertained for 10 hours. Towards the end of the flight, he was definitely getting like stir crazy, was kind of over being in the, our little like compact area. But I was pleasantly surprised because the flight was pretty empty, which I've seen some of you guys that have flown out from Germany, it's been pretty full. So I was also expecting that. Um, But we had a lot of room to just kind of move around. And I feel like people were fairly nice around us. And I think they can understand um, the stress of flying with a toddler. And so um, everybody was really nice. The flight attendants were great. I feel like there's always like one person that I come across at the airport, whether that's like airport security or I don't know, maybe like a rude flight attendant, which usually they're pretty nice. But there's always like that one person that just kind of like rubs me the wrong way. Um, And we had none none of that. Like we had a really smooth travel day. Um, So we arrived in Chicago, which is where my husband's from. And then his family picked us up and took us to go get pizza. And our layover was seven hours, which was really long. I would probably never do that again, to be honest, because again, he hardly slept. So when we got on that second flight, he was like an absolute train wreck, screaming his lungs out. I could not calm him down because he had just like hit that point of like pure exhaustion because like the time that we were taking off for our second flight was like eight in the morning, our time in Europe. And he had really not slept at all. So I understood, like, why he was acting the way he did. And I was, like, in my head, like, okay, people, I promise he's going to fall asleep. Slept the whole time. Thank God. It was, like, a four-hour flight. We got back in to Boise at, like, 1230 in the morning. And we've actually been renting our house out as an Airbnb. So luckily, we got back into our house. Everything was, like, perfectly clean. The beds were made. Everything was ready to go. And we were literally just able to, like rally, like get our kid into bed and then like get ourselves situated. And then we were able to just like go to bed, which was so nice because I can't even imagine like getting back, having to go to like our storage unit, get our sheets out, do all this stuff at that hour. Because at that point, 
I don't even know how I was still functioning. I won't ramble on about all the kid travel because I don't want the people listening that don't have kids to just tap out of this episode because this is definitely not like a mom-based episode, but I'm just kind of sharing my experience for those that are curious about how that went. But uh, the first night that we were back, um, he wound up going to sleep at one, woke up at six. So that was like very rough because I was thinking, okay, he's at least going to sleep until eight, but he was ready to go. But I will say the one good news of this whole thing of him sleeping like crap is I'm not kidding you, you guys. He immediately, immediately adjusted to the time change, which is crazy. That's never happened. I guess we've only done this trek two times with him before, but like usually he's thrown off for like a week, but he automatically, like we literally just like threw him on his exact routine. Like even that first day, like kept him up till 12, took his normal nap, went to bed at seven. And he has been sleeping through the night ever since we got back, knock on wood. And it's been amazing. Because I don't know about you guys, but when we fly over to Europe and we have to fly in at 8 a.m., that is straight up torture for jet lag because you like actually can't really sleep, even though it's pretty much like nighttime for you back home in North America. So I would definitely say like flying back to North America, it's always a lot smoother travel. It's a lot easier to just kind of adjust. So I feel like finally for me, I've been going to bed a lot earlier than I normally do, which is a good thing. (laughs) I stay up way too late on my phone doing nothing most nights. And then all of a sudden it's like 1130 and I got no sleep. So I've been going to bed at like between nine and 10 and it feels really good because I'm also waking up earlier and it just feels like better, I guess. So hopefully I can kind of stay on that track, but I feel like I'm like finally getting over the jet lag. Like I'm finally feeling a little bit more normal. I finally like had some energy today to start to unpack. When you get back, there's just like crap everywhere, right? Like your bags, whatever you packed up in your house, if that's your situation like ours. So there's just like, I mean, we're still not anywhere where I want to be in the comfort of organization quite yet. Like there's definitely clothes everywhere. We don't have an entire like system quite yet. And we still have a lot of our boxes of decor and stuff to unpack. But I definitely made progress today. Like I got pretty much all of my clothes hung up. A couple people have asked me about COVID tests. Um, we wound up getting PCR tests, but we never got asked for them one time. So that was like pretty smooth. No issues there, which I was kind of surprised about because they did make it seem like it was, you know, really required. We did have to wear masks on the long flight. The second flight um, on United from Chicago to Boise, we did not have to wear a mask, which was honestly just so nice after having to wear it for so long. Also in the Chicago airport, you did not have to wear a mask. Um, you know, but there were people that were wearing masks. There were people that weren't. And I just kind of like that you had like the choice that you didn't have to. Oh my gosh. Sorry. I had to pause this really fast and scream at my dog. Who's just going crazy downstairs. I, I don't know if you guys have ever seen that meme 
from you, um, like the main character of you that's like losing my shit on my dog and then waving to my neighbors <laughs> or something. That's was literally me right now. I like screamed at him like, shut up. And then I restarted the podcast. I was like, anyways, guys. Yeah. So basically I'm Joe from you. I was kind of reflecting back on season two of Breaking the Ice and I was just like looking over the episodes that I recorded and I am just like truly very happy with the content that has come out in season two. I feel like we've kind of put a cool spin on things. I really love how we've incorporated like the coaching world into it a lot more, which is something I want to continue to do. I know you guys love hearing that. And also just like hearing from people that have been in this lifestyle a really long time, I always find that very inspiring because I do feel like it gets challenging year after year. And just like hearing girls that have been doing this for like 15 to 30 to 40 years is just really, really amazing and inspiring. And people sometimes like my friends or people that I meet are like, do you have a favorite episode? And I could never pick a favorite. I really think that there is like a little golden nugget in every single episode that you'll listen to. Like there's always a a piece of advice that I take from each episode and I try to apply it to my own life. And I, I definitely remember these little things in every episode. And like a lot of the time I find some of the most inspiring parts of the episode and I make that the sneak peek or just something funny, or something relatable as a sneak peek. I want my audience to connect with, you know, everyone as guests, and I just want to thank all of the guests that came on, because I know that every episode that's come out, I've heard something positive about it. So, something I have learned about myself this hockey season is I am a lot more resilient than I thought I was, People always say to me, like, you're so strong and, you know, sometimes it doesn't feel that way. Like, I don't know about you guys. Like, people are like, you're amazing. You're so strong. And I'm like, some days are really hard. And some days I really, (laughs) I really hate this lifestyle. And some days I love it and I'm fine. But some days it's, it really drags me down. And I think when you have like a comfort place or you for example, like you call somewhere home and that's where you're happy and then you have to kind of uproot. It's very challenging. And so I think it makes the harder days harder. But I will say that going through all of these things, I have learned so much about myself. I think the experiences that I've gone through have made me a better mom, have made me a stronger mom, has made me a stronger person in general. I think things that come at me, I can handle with a lot more grace than I would if I haven't gone through the experiences that I have gone through. I've heard people, you know, share these stories and sometimes I find myself thinking like, oh, they've had it way worse. Like I can get through this. And people probably listen to things I share and think the same thing, but we need to stop comparing our journeys in that way because no one's journey is harder than another person's. Like you are entitled to how you feel. Your emotions are valid. Your emotions are real and you're allowed to feel the way that you feel. And I think the important thing to keep in mind is that by sharing these struggles and by sharing the hard times, that is not really complaining. It's, I've always tried to create like a safe place for people to be able to share those things. 
And so many times when people share these things, especially like on Sunday check-ins or just in an episode, I always get feedback from people. I'm so happy this person shared this. I'm so happy that they shared this on this episode because it made me feel hurt in my experience. You know, even the women that I've had on the podcast who have opened up about their fertility journeys. I've had so many people reach out to me saying that those episodes really resonate with them and have really helped them on their own personal journey. And I know that those stories are not easy for people to share, but just know how meaningful they are that you are sharing them. That is something that I definitely want to keep talking about. That's not something that's a closed book in this podcast. That's an ongoing conversation. And if that's something that you are open to sharing about, I would love you to fill out the survey on my website for season three. I'd love to talk to you. It's important to continue to share these hard times to potentially help someone that's going through something similar, whether that's IVF, whether that's moving, getting traded, you know, whether that's raising your children alone in a foreign country. All of these stories have meaning and they're so important to continue to share. But with that being said, as important as it is to talk about the struggles, I also want to bring laughter. I want to bring joy. I want to bring light into these situations. Just sharing stories, even if it's not hockey related, just like having good laughs is so important too. And having good conversations. Like, I would never want to tune into a podcast and have it be just like completely serious all the time. There needs to be humor. There needs to be light. There's so many episodes I've just like laughed for so long during the conversation. And I want to have those episodes continue on. So I hope that this podcast is just a space for you to laugh, to feel connected, to relate, to not feel alone. And. I hope it makes you happy. I always listen to the episode so many times when it comes out, when I'm editing beforehand, when I'm doing it like live in person. And also an element that I want to incorporate is maybe doing more videos with people that I'm having these conversations with. I will say like that makes me really uncomfortable. I don't know about you guys, but whenever I'm like on Zoom with someone especially someone I've never met, right? Like I've done job interviews over Zoom. I've done Zooms with clients. That always feels a little bit awkward too. And I'm talking like video Zoom. And I just feel like for me doing podcasts, I always like to just like slouch over, like sometimes just like be like a bum and like, you know, having my hair on top of my head, having a sweatshirt on and just like, relaxing, (laughs) like being dramatic, like being my normal self, I guess when I'm talking, like as if I was talking with a close friend, just like, you know, shooting the shit or whatever. And I feel like it puts kind of a pressure on to just be like looking at each other for like an hour and just like, you know, but I also feel like myself as like a podcast listener, like I follow Dear Media. I don't know if you guys follow their account there. They have a really great account, but Um, there's a lot of celebrities or people in the public eye that go through Dear Media. It's like an advertising agency, I think. They kind of like do podcast management and stuff like that. Um, Sarah Gretzky's podcast, The Net Chicks, um, is 
connected with Dear Media. Side note, I had her on my podcast a while back. That's a really great episode to listen to. She is hilarious. But anyways, back to what I'm saying is that Dear Media always posts these little clips with people that they're interviewing on these different podcasts. And I always like gravitate towards them. I wind up watching the whole video. Like if it's something that they're saying that I connect with, that's content that I connect with, I find myself just like watching the whole thing. And I think that would be a really cool element to incorporate in in season three. So even though it's out of my comfort zone, I do feel like people feel a lot more connected when they can actually, you know, watch a visual of what's going on. Probably wouldn't be like a full episode. I'm not asking people to like watch this from YouTube, but more so just for the Instagram page. So you can really just see how we're connecting and having these authentic conversations. Okay, guys, something I swear by when I'm feeling sluggish or ran down, aka this entire last week because of the jet lag, all of that stuff is taking vitamins. I have been taking athletic greens every morning on an empty stomach, and it's really just been helping me get through the days as I'm fighting this jet lag and chasing around a toddler. So you can literally put one scoop of athletic greens into your water and you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day off right. These ingredients support your gut health, your immune system, your energy, focus, all of the things, and it literally costs $3 a day. It's recommended by professional athletes, so we know your husbands are going to love it too. Right now is a time to reclaim your health, arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop again of water every day on an empty stomach, and that's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash breaking the ice. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash breaking the ice to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Something that I've always kind of struggled with, which might be surprising to people, is, and I've kind of learned more about this, like, as I've practiced yoga and did, like, a yoga teacher training and stuff like that, um, is that I felt like my throat chakra was kind of blocked in a way. Uh, which basically just means that there's a part of you that kind of feels like you can't always express how you feel clearly um, or openly. And there's like a part of you that has reservations when you're having conversations with people. I think that that can happen if something is like an energetically like imbalance. Like if you're just like don't vibe with someone and you just don't like feel like talking like that's kind of different but more so in the sense of like being able to like have fluid conversations and just being open and um being able to express your emotions and I've always been someone that has been interested in other people I've always like hearing people's stories it makes me relate in my own life people are always thanking me you know for this podcast but at the same time like this podcast does so much for me too. Like this podcast is therapeutic for myself. Having these conversations is therapeutic for myself. But this podcast has also really helped me find my voice and find like the courage to speak up and to share my stories and to share things that 
might be a little bit more challenging to share or something I wouldn't normally broadcast or something that I normally would just tell, you know, a couple close friends. Um, But I have found the power of being vulnerable and how important that is in helping other people along the way and helping other people with their journey. And I feel like for me, I've always found that having a community and being part of a community is really, really important to me. So whether that's a virtual community, in-person community, where I'm living community, having that sense of togetherness is crucial to your development in the stage of life that you're in. For me, I'm currently in the hockey world, right? I'm currently going through this. And once my husband eventually makes that shift into retirement, I will probably find kind of a different community within the hockey world with other women that are transitioning with their husbands or that have transitioned with their husbands to retirement because that's going to be the stage and phase of life that I'm in. Um, You know, prior to hockey or I guess prior to this podcast, I was really involved in like the fitness community in Boise. I worked at Lululemon. I was a yoga teacher. I went to a lot of community events that involved fitness, and I felt like I was really a part of that community. When I was in high school, I did cheerleading. I also did club competitive cheerleading, so I always had a group of people that I felt that community with. So leading up to the hockey life, like before I started this podcast, you know, I obviously made friends each season and stuff, but it's really what inspired me to start this podcast because there was such a void missing for me. I'm like, I can't just be meeting like one to two close friends a season and like not being able to continue to talk about like the hard things as we're moving from place to place. Like I need to have a space that this is continuously talked about. Um, And so when I did transition, and I guess it wasn't really till I moved overseas Because for the longest time, I mean, it was really hard when my husband and I did long distance um, when we were just dating. But when I made that first transition into going overseas, like that was like the biggest transitionary period for me where I was like, whoa, I need to be able to talk to someone about this. Which is funny because when we were playing in Sweden, I had a friend there, which she, when I started this whole podcast, she's like, I remember you saying that you wanted to do this and I'm so happy you finally did it. But I've known I wanted to do this for years before I started it. But looking back, that definitely was not the right time in my life to start this podcast. I've definitely become a lot more confident in my role, a lot more secure, I guess, in this lifestyle, even though I still feel like I'm so off balance in this lifestyle a lot of the time, but I just feel more confident, I guess, to give advice and to hold space for other people. But as I transitioned into, like, moving overseas, and for anyone that doesn't play overseas, that would be just the same thing as moving away from home, moving to another state, moving away from your comfort zone, your family or friends. I was like, I don't have a community. I don't have a group of people that I can just talk to, that I can vent to, that I can laugh with, make light of situations. 
am just so happy that this has turned into what it has for me. And it's really just been overall a safe place for me to be vulnerable and and just share. Even though I will be taking a break from actually recording episodes, I will still be very active on the Instagram page. I will be sharing tips, resources, just going to try to share a little bit more personal things going on, just things that I know you guys will be able to relate to. So I will not be disappearing off Instagram, but this is also a really good time for you to just catch up on old episodes if you have any that you missed. And also I would just ask you if you have not written a review yet for Breaking the Ice, that is the number one way that you can support the podcast. It's very, very important to me that you write a review if you're an active listener, just so that, um, you know, it can continue to help Breaking the Ice flourish. I wanted to just do a, a mini-sode today and recap season two, update you guys on just how the travel went and everything, just touch base with everyone before we take this little break. So again, just thank you so much for being here. Please chit chat with me over the summertime. I hope you all have an amazing summer. Um, I hope you enjoy this time at home with your family and your friends and just the comfort of your own home. I think that's something that I for sure don't take for granted anymore. Like I still just find myself being like, I'm just so happy I'm here. I'm just so happy I'm home. I'm so happy I'm waking up in my bed. I'm so happy I'm going down and making coffee in my Keurig. Like just the small things that I feel like I took for granted for sure before I'm trying to embrace and be more appreciative of those things. So thank you for being here. I will continue to talk with you guys, continue to share, um, and I will keep you guys posted when new episodes will start to come out. You guys are the best. (laughs) 